Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Our is just beginning. Our adventure never ends. The saga of the heroes that they call the Dragon Friends. To you. <laughs> See you along. They were running from the dragon, so they blocked the door, of course, using lots of random items and also Dilger's corpse. Then they encountered Rumsfeld, shot an arrow in his hand, and his henchman Seamus Noggin chose to join our hero's band. Our story's just beginning, our adventure never ends. The saga of the heroes that they call the Dragon Friends. Rumsfeld opened up the window, letting in the lunar night, turning him into a werewolf, much to Bobby's great delight Though the werewolf's been defeated Bobby Pancake slowly dies Meanwhile Frizo loots the wolf corpse Staring grimly in his eyes Our story's just beginning Our adventure never ends The saga of the heroes That they call the dragon friends The body of Albus Rumsfeld slumps to the floor, but there is no time to celebrate. Already, you can hear the thumping and pounding of the door breaking open down the corridor, and you know it is time to flee. Filge quickly grabs Bobby's crumpled corpse and slings it over her shoulder, while Frizo unnecessarily loots the corpse of Albus. What do I get? <laughs> Do wolves uh, have pockets? No, but he's turned back in. He's turned back in. Don't okay. get all that silver I threw at um, him as well. Yeah. So he has. Still good. He has that rapier that glowed green. He has a pair of boots that look sus, and a brass key with a mechanical Sussy eye. Sussy boots. <laughs> and what about the hat with a feather in it? Okay, you can also. Shotgun. <laughs> all right. For, for anybody drawing Filge in the second half, please remember that Filge is wearing an ostentatious floppy hat with a feather in it. Um, what was the last thing? The copper what? You, it's a brass key and brass. it has a symbol of a mechanical unblinking eye on it, which I suppose is normal because if a key was blinking, that would be strange. Anyway. An animated key. You yeah. quickly make, um, you race down the corridor. So isn't it more of an unwinking eye because there's only one of them? <laughs> Racing up the stairs, it is three things are clear. First, you are desperately lost. Second, the noise behind you is getting louder. Third, Bobby is losing a ridiculous amount of blood and is not long for this world unless something is done. But what can be done to save a man whom an orc has already tried to heal? (laughs) You make your way up the stairs and quickly you find yourselves um, at a three locked doors. One of them, however, has a symbol of an unwinking eye, which (laughs) seems to call to you. Oh, if only we had someone here who could pick locks. (laughs) (laughs) The ghost of Bobby Pancakes that is tethered still to his body goes... (laughs) (laughs) That effort alone makes you roll another death check. Oh, no! 19. All right, you're fine for... You're fine for now. Three will kill you. You've had one. All right. Um, what do you do? Uh, I put the key into... Whoa. Wait, wait, wait. That key is an unblinking eye. <laughs> that door... <laughs> me think is unwinking. You're quite right. And the door on the other side of the corridor is an unblinking eye. Unblinking or unwinking? It's unblinking. Okay. I turn to the unblinking door, eye door, and I put the... Unblinking key into the unblinking door lock. Click, it turns, the door swings open, and you can can already (laughs) you can already hear the noise of the cultists just behind you as the four of you quickly make your way through the door and lock it shut. I I, I close the door, I lock it, I swallow the key. (laughs) (laughs) Make a constitution test. Uh, You you succeed either way, but this is whether or not you're very 
you like you gag in a really disturbing way. Fourteen? No, show us how you do it. What? Fourteen. <laughs> no, I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> it's the only way. <laughs> As you enter the room and the door is locked, you immediately find yourself plunged into darkness. Um, the room is, the floor seems to be rickety, loud and echoing, almost like it's metal behind your feet. You get the sense of drafts that make you feel like you're high up above the ground, but you cannot see a thing. Even those of you with dark vision, this room mm-hmm. is so dark as to be completely um, dark. Uh. <laughs> Um, Thank what? you. Did you see the lights just did? Yeah, sick. Yeah, they'll, they'll yeah. enjoy that on the podcast. The ghost of... <laughs> um, why don't we use that um, glowing uh, hammer we got from the, the dead guy? It was a scythe, wasn't it? Whatever. Yeah, sorry, the, uh, uh, the rapier. Uh, yeah, the rapier, sorry. I, I, I use the glowing... I pull out the, the glowing rapier. Okay, you unsheath your rapier, and from the very dim glow, it is enough. it is not enough for any natural eyes to be able to pierce the gloom. However, for supernatural... I have dark vision, 60 feet. Indeed. I also have dark vision, 60 the feet. The two of you can see that you're in a kind of mechanical chamber of horrors. There's a... Um, there's sort of weird constructs and pieces of what seems like almost humanoid forms all around you. You can also see a giant lever beside the door that is just sort of standing there. I'll get that one, buddy. <laughs> is it kind of like um, like the... Like you a, can't talk, you're no, dead. This is, this is Simon. Uh, like uh, like at Disneyland where they where they fix all the animatronic things for the ride where they like peel their skins That's off. That's exactly what it is. Um, is one of these George Washington? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's, it's too dark to see. Okay. Um, <laughs> Conveniently. But let us assume that no. Okay. <laughs> All right, I uh, will. I think should we should we try and save Bobby? Oh yeah. Pull the lever first. <laughs> Pull the lever. We'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. You've you've got plenty of time. Just All right. Great. Um, so I pull the lever. By the way, you think you hear the noise moving on to the distance and it seems like these locked doors, like the cultists didn't stop. They're assuming that you've run mm. forward further Ooh. forward. All right, pull the lever. Okay, you pull the lever. There is a clunk and then a distant clunk and then slowly... Now we all werewolves! <laughs> <laughs> Except for Bobby! <laughs> um, the blood was the antidote! <laughs> You hear the distant sound of gears groaning under the weight of old and ancient chains as slowly a series of drift globes are pulled out um, of the floor and up into the sky of what you now realise is a giant warehouse. You are on a gantry high above it and as the drift globes switch on one by one with strange technomantic sigils bursting into strange eldritch light, you realise that... But underneath you, under the balcony, serried in rank and formation, is an army of glitter men. Hundreds of mechanical soldiers, all standing to attention, with seemingly no power um, controlling them, as if they are waiting for a command that has not yet come. Should we guess what the code word is? (laughs) That'll be a fun next hour of the show. Do you want to wake up, Bobby? Yeah, all right. Um, do you want to? Do you want to try? Because you're a wizard. Yeah. Because you're whatever you are. Because you're a wizard. <laughs> I cast witch bolts. <laughs> I. Um, he's still got those potions. Yeah, he's still. still has, has Bobby still got the potions? Yeah. Well, no, Filge now has the potions. All right, uh, Filge, give me both of those potions, please. There you go. I pocket one of them. <laughs> And I drink the other one. <laughs> and I, I cradle, I cradle Bobby's. I, I, I open Bobby's eyes mm-hmm. with my fingers. I then cradle his head in my in my arms like this. Gross. And I slowly Put feed. It in my mouth, not my eyes, please. <laughs> I slowly feed him uh, a third of the potion, just just so he comes conscious. And then I say to him. Never forget what I've done for you. <laughs> I say it into his eyes, so he'll ne- so he'll it'll be scarred on his, and then if he's got enough strength, I give him the rest of the potion just to. All right. <laughs> Unfortunately, you removed his will to live. So, uh, Bobby, you regain ten hit points and you come back to life. Two. What? Can I just be like I, I got hit too? <laughs> 
You, for, you forgot, but there's a halfling following you. <laughs> I, I lean into, into Frieza and go, who's that? <laughs> I, I say, Seamus. Seamus. It's good to see you. Frieza, less so. <laughs> Filge. Uh. <laughs> um, I, say, I say, well, how injured are you? Because I have another healing potion if you're willing to work for us. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> Frizo, you, Frizo, you motherfucker, give her the potion. <laughs> well, I guess I you have something I want. <laughs> I, um, I, I give, uh, I, I give Seamus the potion and just say it into her, into his eyes. Never forget what I did. <laughs> Seamus, you also regain nine hit points. As the, um, the light of the drift globes, like these chains one by one are rising in the distance and turning on one by one down the warehouse, you now realize that at the far end of what seems to be a raked floor is an altar of sorts. And at that altar, you can see through the gloom a figure um, that seems to be manacled in place. A humanoid standing under their own um, power but chained by their hands to the altar four figures in robes surround the figure seemingly anointing chanting and doing whatever it is that cultists do the these all these figures are about a hundred feet away from you down on the floor of the warehouse they do not yet seem to have noticed or at least made any obvious reference to you know you turning on the lights how many are there again four of them plus four the one them. that's chained there okay. how many do i still have that amulet that controls a glitter a glitter man that amulet controlled um glitter men that were created using the house sigil of the artificer enya that is correct and because you insisted that was her name also you're still wearing the official robes of, of the, the cult cultists. Over a baker's uniform. <laughs> no, we traded in the baker's uniform for it. Oh, that's true. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. That would be stupid. <laughs> and we are not um, stupid. I, 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 I pull the hood over my head mm -hmm. and I say, mm, cultists. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 Albus? <laughs> yes, that's my name. <laughs> and then they kind of like are looking at one another and they're like kind of and they're like, Albus, have you have you grown five feet taller? I'm standing on another dwarf's shoulders. <laughs> we had to get into a movie before. <laughs> Uh, all right, that checks out, I guess. <laughs> I'm just doing my nightly rounds, and I want to know what you're all doing at this altar. <laughs> it's annoying, isn't it? <laughs> uh, oh, uh, can I pretend to be like his henchman? Because I was Albus's henchman. Well, you don't need to pretend to be his henchman. <laughs> you betrayed your boss, rode him like off. a horse, and stabbed him in the eye. <laughs> And you have to live with that. Yeah. I, 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 whisper, I whisper to Seamus, I remember your name, but just I'm going to commit to the character. Shane! <laughs> uh, arrest these cultists! Wait, what, wait, what? Well, they refused to answer my question. You didn't even give us a chance! Oh, okay. <laughs> what did you want to know? It was very, very vague. Seems like a strange question for you to ask, sort of, you know, as you oversee a lot of this, asking us generally what's going on Look, here. Look, I have a lot of cultish things going on in my life. I can't be across all of them. And they're like, you know, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. I'm going to say it. I'm gonna say, no, I'm gonna say it. You micromanage. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's I do. That's part of, that's one of my many well-defined character traits I'm aware of. And then the other one's like, oh, and by the way, when we said micromanage, we didn't mean like a manager that's a dwarf, which is what you are, but. <laughs> you should kill him for that. First of all, that's very offensive. The other three cultists, murder this one who's got an insubordinate tongue. I don't know, Gary. I've... 
You heard what I said. I guess. And then they just like, it's like, uh, okay. oh, he's dead. Like, just so you know, like, we're basically not fighters. We're just like, but we get. You got those knives you're using there. Yeah, they're like. Throat they're like. For Albus. They're like ornamental, like, and then one of them's just like, really kind of slowly and awkwardly, just like. And then. <laughs> And then he's like, uh, sorry, 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 sorry. I don't feel great about this. Yeah, I'm not stoked. Uh, your move, I guess. You still haven't told me what you're doing. I'm murdering a colleague! Before you were murdering the colleague. Oh, it's the procedure. We're doing the procedure. You know it. Sorry, what are the three of you doing? Oh, um, I, I decide that I should sneak down to loot the corpse. <laughs> so I've climbed down the ladder or whatever it is. Okay. And I've, I've, I've got robes on. Oh, I've got, no, no, I've got the hat, but he's already being Albus. <laughs> so I'm just like edging along the wall, like real quiet. So they're, 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 you're on a gantry above the warehouse, so there's chains leading down. You could climb down one of those chains if yeah, you Yeah, quietly. Or you could just jump. It would also be weird if uh, Filch decided to do the voice as well in order to trick them. <laughs> you I are... don't know why you would say that, Simon. <laughs> I won't do it. I won't do it. I'm you are jump. wearing the hat. In this fiction, uh, I've given... You the hat as my second lieutenant or whatever. I don't know. Some something's you know. There's, there's, there's a reason. If they ask, there's a reason. Yeah, but I'm hiding, so I jump down. Do I need to roll for that? You're gonna ju- do a jump. What's the jumping one? Oh, why don't you just make a dexterity check, DC 15. Uh, I got 13. Okay, so while this is happening, you all hear a thump, and then a very embarrassed half orc in a floppy hat gets up very quickly. Oh, uh, hang on, hold up. Put the brakes on this. I don't think Back so. up. Really sorry, I killed Roy. Yeah. Sorry, Roy. Big stop sign here. What's going on? Uh, this is one of my magic tricks. <laughs> <laughs> what? What are you doing? I've been throwing my voice. <laughs> From elsewhere on that gantry, they hear. There's more of us everywhere. <laughs> You're surrounded. There's, I think that they are so unsettled that perhaps the figure behind you can seize the opportunity here. So shall we introduce yeah, them? Yeah, absolutely. All right, to play the hooded figure who suddenly, shall we say, a rustle of wind flies through the warehouse and pushes back the hood over their face, revealing none other than the paladin, Kithisi Galantara, who we have met before. I'm very sorry, Jordan. I was worried if we didn't do this, we'd never see you. Enter stage center. <laughs> Heavens to Kithisi. Kithisi Galantara, paladin of wrath's eternal righteousness, beholder unto the truth. Power butt. <laughs> Alright, Ben, what are the cultists do? Oh, they just lose their fucking mind and run out of the thing. Yeah, they run away. <laughs> you have you have scared off the cultists whose one great fear was six Albus Rumsfelds. <laughs> one of them was afraid of that, the other one was just afraid of Snagglepuss. <laughs> You find a rickety technomantic elevator of sorts um, and you, using chains and a leverage system, you are able, because Phil just on the ground, to bring yourselves down. Walking through the glitter men, you quickly see that they are all standing to attention but lifeless. All of them, each of them on a dais, um, which seems to um, be plugged into a groove built into the stone floor itself. All of these grooves uh, follow the raked floor of the warehouse up to the central altar. Um, sort of, it all sort of flows out from the center. And around it is strange um, lab equipment. There seems to be uh, diagrams, devices. It seems that this is a place where a master artificer works. Um, there is a huge desk covered 
in what seems to be important papers and uh, devices. And then there is another, as I said, there's the altar. And by the altar is a small um, granite basin and a wickedly carved ritualistic looking knife. There are no keys to be seen anywhere and you are still manacled to the altar. We get down and we run over. I, I run over to Kithisi and I say, what, "What's going on? Like, how, how did you get stuck here?" Yeah, it's, uh, it's a funny story. Um, I was researching some things and then <laughs> I fell asleep and I, in a, I woke up in a bathtub of ice. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm here. Kithisi tells you that <laughs> for the last couple of weeks she has been um, searching for a death cult of Nerul, the god of death and decay, and has been sent there by her really temple. Really likes kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> and she was investigating, and in fact, this is why she's come to Waterdeep. You will remember Kithisi, you travelled with her on the King's Road, and she has. Um, she was searching for this cult when she was overpowered and knocked unconscious, and when she awoke, she was here. I unpick her manacles as uh, she tells the story. Excellent. DC 12. Nope. <laughs> oh, wait. Is Dexter... Oh, no. Phil, do you want to get this one? <laughs> Just take 10. Just take 10. How? I can't pick locks. Just... Can you rip her out of the wall? Oh, wait. I go, and then I'm like, wait a second. Oh, not my arms. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you leave us in the city? No, I left you outside of the city. If I'm to be truthful. This checks out. And then I like bash all the, the, the more, I maul all the manacles off the wall, but I do it a little bit more roughly than I probably should have. All right. You take three hit points of damage as the, um, as Filch goes for a power play. <laughs> Excellent. Um, you, are, you are released and the th you have a f some time now to s search around if you want. Uh, yeah, I'd, I would like to start by looking for a character sheet. Oh, you want to... Oh, la da uh, <laughs> Look at this one. What's a character sheet? Kithisi, uh, this is Seamus. Seamus, this is Kithisi. Hello. Oh, I think I remember you from earlier. <laughs> uh, Kithisi is a paladin who likes to follow the rules. Um, so you can see why we didn't get along. <laughs> Seamus is a union rights activist. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, well, I'll let you guys... I'll let you guys chat. And then the three of us huddle together, and I say to the, I say to Filge and Bobby, I'm like, "All right, we've got two of them. We can make them fight if we want, <laughs> if we need to." Oh, okay. I'm like, probably don't though. Okay, okay, let's go. Yeah, that's, you're probably right. Yeah, you're probably right. If anything, they should fight with us against other people. Oh. Oh, all right. Group huddle over. I mean, uh, nothing's over. <laughs> um, Kefasi, it's. Do you, do you know your way out of here? Like, have you? What, what information have you gained? Being no, in no, here? I was, I was, I was taken from outside uh, of this place. I have no idea where I am. I was brought here unconscious. Um, I was hoping you guys could help me. Guys, out. I, I know, I know how to get out. Oh yeah, you oh, were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You remember that a small halfling <laughs> is travelling with you. Are you still here? No, cool. nobody lets me do anything. Uh, so I ask, uh, Seamus, uh, do you know how to activate these glitter men? <laughs> uh, yes, but I don't think you're, you're going to make me do Seamus, that. Seamus, you do, you, you do know, of do course, because you are a member. Do you want to tell them the purpose uh, of this room? Yes. All right, so Seamus lets you know that this, um, these, the, the Glinnermen require a blood sacrifice. Specifically, they need the blood of a pure, lawful being in order to Ooh. bind them to the service of Nerul. Did somebody say, I want? Now, uh... We all want, mate. <laughs> Kivisi, does that mean we'll be able to control these if we sacrifice... I guess there's only one way to find out. Roll for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Nerul is a, is a god of chaos, which is why the sacrifice of a paladin of law is required to complete the ritual. So that means that Nerul will be, will be uh, controlling this army of Glitterman. They will be inhabited as they will become aspects of Nerul. Right, so we can't use these Glitterman to fight off the cultists. What if you um, sacrificed someone that wasn't uh, a good lawful? Well, they've already done that to Roy. <laughs> 
Um, oh yeah, we string up Roy's body and and then just empty of it if it's. I, I don't know. Just tell me if I'm near it. I just sort of empty. I drain the blood from Roy's body. I think you can just smear the, it on the glitter. The answer to this, Simon, would be where would you robots? find a creature of chaos? Uh, uh, roll for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Seamus, we need to get out of here. Without the robots? Well, I don't. I don't think we want to risk killing our only chaotic evil person. I take that, I yeah. take that knife because it seems like it might be important and if that can hinder them. Uh, Great, all right, so you're going over it. to where the desk is. And, yeah. Right, so you pull up the knife, um, you leave the ball where it is. As you get closer, you also can see laid out around it these papers. Um, you see diagrams and um, writing that you don't understand, symbols that you do recognize as the secret names of Nerul, the 66 secret names of Nerul inscribed in benediction. And you- What all, are they? <laughs> Bobby shit Rum cakes. and raisin, <laughs> chocolate, <laughs> vanilla. <laughs> Bobby Killjoy. <laughs> Thanks so. Um, and you also, and you see um, pages and pages of what seems to be diagrams of a mature dragon. Um, and in sort of instructions listed around it and a device, which is a kind of collar um, symbol, um, which seems to have wicked barbs and strange wires attached to it and um, what seems to be instructions for building this collar. I think we should burn it. <laughs> we should burn them up so if they, if they come here they won't be able to cast these blood ritual spells and summon up this army. We need to ruin it. Let's burn the, burn the I, secret I feel like names. this collar might be a, some manner of a way of controlling the dragon. In which case, let's not destroy that. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> All right. I say let's let's take all the documents. Yep. And um, burn the documents. Well, let's just keep them for the moment. <laughs> so, Bobby, you take the documents. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like waving a torch at Bobby. <laughs> Come on. All right. You take the documents. Can you just give something like? Can you give Freezer something else to burn? <laughs> yeah. Here's his length of rope. <laughs> I burn the rope. <laughs> all right. You take you take the documents. You take the knife. Um, no, sorry. Is the collar a thing that exists that is? This is what no no yes there's so instructions. there's these do these instructions but also as you look at them you start recognizing that this collar device there is a kind of rough prototype device that seems to match it it doesn't seem to be moving or or indeed look finished do the instructions can I read the instructions they are of a um, craft in Taiwanese. oh there are, there are key instructions <laughs> <laughs> are there any are there it's, any Allen keys yeah. <laughs> you um, how it, big is this collar it's it's, it's flat packed. <laughs> It's 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 large. Hey, is it large enough for like? Filch, wear this. A yeah, could could like, could it fit like a, a half orc? <laughs> you could a half orc could wear it around its forehead. Yeah. Pretty crown. <laughs> Wait, so it could it could that could could it fit someone's neck? Loosely. Whose neck? Well, all of your neck. It's too big for but all of your necks. <laughs> let's all put it on. <laughs> I just want to make. And then sneak we... into a movie. <laughs> can we test it? Can we test it and see what it does? Show me. What are you gonna do? All right. I Bobby, you have it, so you have to put, you have to like give consent. I say, Bobby, we should test this. Okay, Filch, put this on your head. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Filch wears it like a crown. All right, Frieza, all yours. I then yeah. What is, you... is there a clear on button on this? Nope. Can you do an arcana check or something? What? Can you do an arcana check? Arcana check it is. All right, do an arcana check. This is a uh, twenty-three. Oh, nope, didn't get it. All right. Looks uh, like you've got a useless crown. <laughs> you gonna you gonna keep wearing it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. But hang on, what are you? You're also wearing a hat. Yeah, you have to choose. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> you only have one head equipment slot. You know uh, who I bet would like a hat? Our good friend Seamus. Yes. Right. Me missed being the a hat queen. Of my master that I slayed. All yeah, right. that's real grim. So I take it off and I give it to her. The crown yeah. or the hat? I take off the hat and I give it to um, to Seamus. It's and adorably it kind of is, oversized. It's so big it goes overhead and I lean down and I whisper, never forget. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly you hear a rumbling as the air becomes charged. A great piercing light shines overhead long enough for you to realize that what you assumed were the dark reaches of a far-off ceiling are in fact leaden panes of glass already shattering and falling glass doesn't exist in this world oh you're right 
Lucky pedantry does. <laughs> Is it? Elf glass. It's fucking elf glass. And Bobby gets a heart attack. <laughs> Shards of elf glass um, break and fall like uh, diamonds through the sky. And I like put my head up and stick my tongue out. Okay. <laughs> and um, as you feel the beating of a hot, acrid wind as suddenly through the ceiling, crashing through the ceiling, <laughs> and landing on the gantry, crushing in its powerful claws, is the red dragon that you escaped from earlier. It beats its wings twice and snaps its neck once as you see on its... <laughs> I, love, I love these lighting cues. As Dave, you don't get distracted by the pretty lights. <laughs> <laughs> um, it beats its wings twice and snaps its neck once as you see a figure... Oh, it snaps its neck? Yeah. yeah. All right, let's get <laughs> oh, out of here. <laughs> We're done. We're done. That was easy. Um, as you see a figure riding on an ornate jammy-encrusted saddle on the back of the dragon, it is none other than your old foe and nemesis, the right Duke of Dag Daggerford himself, Davin Tyrrell. Oh. Did the dragon crash through from the outside, uh, letting the moonlight stream into this warehouse? <laughs> yes, I suppose it did. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> Bobby, you are currently um, hidden from the, the moonlight by the, because you're small and the altar's there and you're standing into the shadows. Mm -hmm. If you move, this will become different, but for now you are standing mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Davin. <laughs> Davin stands up in the saddle and with a booming, irritating voice addresses you. <laughs> do you like my dragon? Don't answer that. Of course you do. <laughs> the name of my dragon, I know you're dying to know, is Gabustrath. <laughs> the dragon that I have. That's the full title. Gabustrath colon, the dragon that I have. <laughs> What's your dragon called? Oh, wait! <laughs> it has been a week, but you remember how much you hated Davin Tiro. <laughs> God, I hate that guy so much. Anyway, time to die. And he pulls out a slim slimline murderous looking hand crossbow and makes an ostentatious show of cocking it. You have a second or two to act if you want to. Quick, get close to crossbow. <laughs> Again, he is standing on a gantry. Didn't we get a lift down from the gantry? Yes, so he's on the gantry. Oh, he's on the gantry. Right, and you're okay. not. Okay. Is there a way? No, I would, no, never mind. Um, all right, we need to get that collar. Well, let's take a gamble. I say we try and get that collar on that bloody dragon. Yeah. All right, maybe since um, Seamus did so well. We Actually, can... all of you make a perception check. Okay. Tell me if anybody gets 20. No. Uh, perception. Yeah. I got 21. 19 plus 2. All right. Sick. Um, Frizo, you notice that the dragon is wearing a collar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> let's burn this one then. Come on. <laughs> is any... Is, is Davin wearing any like other collar that seems that is it, like it's any sort of connection to it or anything? Is there um, any? the collar is um, he's wearing sunglasses. Elf glass, elf glass. <laughs> yeah. He's wearing them indoors because that's the kind of guy he is. Um, Hair is plugged into its mane. It seems to be. It seems. <laughs> it seems to be the collar seems to be built into the gemstone and a sort of high tech. Um, saddle and the reins that he is holding in one hand as he holds the crossbow in the other hand um, are all plugged into this collar which is pulsing. How, um, how robust is the collar? Uh, it looks like an ornate thing but he is again, you know, he's 60 feet above you. Ooh. And it's attached by wires to, to the his, gemstone. To the, the reins. Yeah. They seem like wires but you're quite far away. They're okay. probably fantasy wires. Elf wires. <laughs> So like I, I'm still like the hat is still over my eyes and like I haven't seen the dragon or anything. He hasn't even seen and you I, yet. He, I like 
push the cap up and I see the dragon and I get my rope up, rope out and I'm like, guys, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, initiative. We're going back into initiative order. Same as before. So, Bobby, you go first. Um, I step into the moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> And I yell, Mother Moon! You know, I, you could be a were-whale. <laughs> That's a thing. I want you to make a very hard constitution check. DC, beat DC 25. Jesus Christ. No. You turn into a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Could you briefly outline my werewolf abilities? Okay, your were, your werewolf, your werewolf. Okay, while you. I mean, in, I could make assumptions. While but. you are in werewolf form, you gain one to your armor class. You gain a bite second attack, which means you can attack twice if you're in melee range, and you also um, are better. At, you get bonuses to jumping, and um, you have keen hearing and smelling, which means you have advantage to wisdom perception checks. Is he like a halfling werewolf? Oh, and and you're susceptible. <laughs> Is you're he a were puppy? <laughs> You were puppy. Scrappy Deppy Doo. <laughs> oh yeah, you also feel a tenacious belief that you could fight any ghost or carnival. Let animal. me at him. Let me at him. This has been a and real Hanna Barbera episode. <laughs> and you have a vulnerability to silver. Uh, does Bobby look to still be in uh, control of his faculties? Um, at the moment, you can't tell. He's screaming in pain, and his head is bent backwards and he's howling and it sounds like Ow! Wow. That was much better than yours. <laughs> it was different. It was much different. I, um, I, I quickly like Staggerpuss now. <laughs> I quickly uh, turn to the, the, the rest of it, the, the other three and I say, don't worry, I picked up those coins so we've got the silver if we need to, you know what. Uh, Bobby. And I just yell, wink! <laughs> Bobby, you feel immediately the... Um, incredibly strong urge to feast on flesh. So anything that you do, um, will, will, I will give you a difficulty check on actually doing it based on how much you fulfill this need from now on. Does that make sense? Okay, can I still wield the sword and stuff? Uh, you don't need to wield the sword because right. your, your fingers are it, as, as it fell out of your hands, powerful claws popped out. Okay, cool. Does anyone else want to get bit? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't. Like, I'm happy how I am, but... I just wanted to throw it out there if anyone wants to get bit, you know. No, I'm good. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Seamus? Who's going? No, thanks. Okay. Can they see? No, 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 we're all right. Let's, let's carry okay. on. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is just a Simon fantasy. So, <laughs> Bobby, what do you do? I, uh, I start to clamber up to the gantry. Okay, um, because you're trying to fulfill the prime directive of werewolves, you are able to do this. So, you immediately jump forward and you start using your powerful arms and forelocks to climb and with preternatural speed you make your way up you'll be up there next round you don't even need to test because you've got natural climbing affinities so that's the end of your turn the next person is Davin Tyrrell okay um Davin Tyrrell goes that's a neat trick <laughs> and then like as if he had as if he's put out is that what you're saying yeah as if he had something else to say and he doesn't and so he's like, all right, enough of this. And then turns the dragon toward Filge. And we'll just set general area. And he's got his hand crossbow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no. Actually, yeah, he's like, yeah. Uh, he, he fires a hand crossbow at the werewolf that's coming at him. Okay, he fires a bolt of his hand crossbow at you. And he rolls a... Oh, doesn't even... No, nowhere near. He I rolls a it in three. my hand and snap it across my knee. <laughs> that would make you fall. <laughs> I hold on with my mouth while I do it, just to show <laughs> How incredibly ostentatious of you. All right. Um, next one up is our little halfling friend. It's Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> Kill 
kill him! <laughs> um, I'm gonna go up to Filch and ask her to throw me up <laughs> to the dragon. Okay, Filch. Um, She's like, can you throw me okay, up I'm gonna ask to Filch. the dragon? Fil I'm like, yes. Filch. <laughs> DC 15, check for use and beat 11. What? Yep, don't forget you're still raging. This is the adrenaline has not died. Oh, you had a very confusing fight. How angry are you? Very angry. Roll a second dice. <laughs> Get advantage. 19. 19, okay. You throw um, like a keen bullet, like a wolverine. You get thrown. Sorry, I actually got, I forgot to add my strengths. 23. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay, be careful that you don't hit the ceiling. Um, you fly through the air, and now I need you to make a dexterity check, which is also 15, minus your dex bonus. Uh, no. Or add your dex bonus. Six. <laughs> Six? Yep. All right. You are incredibly accurate and strong, and you throw her right at the dragon. She, um, Seamus, hits the dragon <laughs> and falls. Um, I don't take think... that! <laughs> <laughs> the dragon takes... Um, oh. <laughs> two hit points of damage. Yes. That's pretty good. Um, and you are free falling through the air. So that's the end of your turn. <laughs> All right, um, next up is Frieza. Uh, Frieza has one spell slot, spell slot left. Um, but I'm going to save that, I feel. I think I'm going to need to do that. So I, I, I uh, crossbow. I mean, not crossbow, I shortbow. I short bow at, can I hit Davin? Is, is, or is Davin, or is it all just, is it like in World of Warcraft where you have to kill the dragon that they're riding first before you can kill the rider? Or is this like a, I can aim No, at this the, is the magic of your imagination. <laughs> I'm just, there have been rules in the past, all right? I fire my short bow at Davin Tyrrell. Excellent. The jerk. Make a d20, roll a d20, roll an attack. Uh, 14 plus. Uh, five, 19. Your short bow. All right, that'll yep. hit. Um, Davin is put out by that. Deal some damage. And I roll a four plus three is seven. Seven points. Excellent. Davin takes the arrow to the knee. And... Um, <laughs> and he goes, uh, Ha! Memes. And, um, <laughs> yeah, even though he's in pain, he can appreciate the comedic... I love a good meme. I hate this guy so much. <laughs> and now it is the dragon's turn. So the dragon, um, its entire body trembles and pulses and it dives forward, Davin holding on to Dear Live as it smashes down to the ground. 12 glitter men fly up into the air off their dais and tumble down, becoming non-magical suits of armor and cogs scattering around the ground as it pounces forward and with its serpentine neck makes a bite at its deliciously prepared meal, which is of course you, Kithasi. And it attacks, oh wow, <laughs> wow is right. And it rolls a 16, which I'm pretty sure is going to hit, meaning that it, oh wow, dragons are huge. <laughs> wait, isn't your armor class, oh no, it's wait. It's probably got a strength. Yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 11 hit points. Oh wow, okay. Uh, as it bites you. Um, this, however, does take up all its actions so it doesn't breathe fire or anything else. Um, and it stands in the middle, um, stands there. Can you just make a wisdom check for me, DC 19? Oh, minus one makes it a 19. <laughs> uh, um, you're terrified. Um, so in its frightful presence, you find yourself backing off. You can't directly attack it next round, but it is now your turn. Um, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on myself. <laughs> Selfish? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you, actually, you still have the healing potion you stole from Bobby. Yeah. Um, actually, no. As, as a lawful good paladin, I should think of others before myself. Uh, and I'm going to try and overcome my terror and cast demand. C demand. Command uh, against Davin. Yeah, okay, that will work. You can cast on Davin. What do you, you can now remember, first of all, is it a wisdom check he has to check? What's the he, DC? Uh, he has a DC against uh, wisdom at DC 13. 13, And yeah. uh, the command word I'm saying is dismount. He rolls an 11, and immediately before he can come to his senses, he hops down ostentatiously. I'm saying that a lot. Uh, he, he hops down willfully and lands on the ground. Opposite the of dragon. willfully. He's being forced to do it. 
I know. He doesn't realize that. He tries, oh, okay, he's, sorry. He, Devin's the kind of guy who tries to take it's ownership. Like, it's like ownership in Jessica Jones. Yeah, it's just like in Jessica Jones. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd love to piss myself in the cupboard. Like that yeah. stuff. Okay, okay. Spoilers. And then he pisses himself. Um, <laughs> he pisses himself? Yeah. And Does that go into his wounded he, knee? He dismounts and... <laughs> Is he like disinfecting his wound with yeah, his own urine? If anything, he's making himself better. He dismounts and uh, throwing the reins aside and with his free hand, he draws his rapier. Bobby, it's your go. Um, I use a cunning attack and leap from where I am directly to where Davin is on the ground. Okay, you're up high now. Yep. Yep, now cunning attack means that you get this as a free action so you can do it. Now it's you, I'm going to give you a bonus um, six points of damage because you're coming up from high, but if you miss, he's going to do damage to you. So you better hit. It's an 11, what's the So you add five, so 11, 16, you hit Davin. Ooh. You, from above, with a primordial scream, you jump and you land on top of him. You deal, um, well, you actually, you're using your natural claws now, which means that you deal um, D8 plus um, 2D6. So three dice, roll three dice. That's an eight and a four and a three. So That's a 15 damage. damage. All right. Oh, he's not well. He doesn't like that. How does he, what does he say? Yeah. <laughs> Really? That's that's what he says? Yeah, and then he's like, very good. And he does like... <laughs> Sarcastic clap. All right, uh, next up is Davin himself, who, um, as I said, has just drawn his rapier, which glints with a silvery sheen oh, and, uh, <laughs> um, and makes a dashing riposte. At Bobby, rolls an 18. I'm so much better at rolling than you guys are. Um, he deals five hit points of damage to you. So what's my total hit points now? Did you I had like 10 and then you lost five just now, so you're on okay, five. But I didn't get more from being a... You got, remember, you got 10 originally. So you're, you're down to five again. Okay. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I brandished the potion and just said... <laughs> For, at Frizo, it's your go. I, uh, I yell at Davin... You have a choice to join us or die. And Davin's like, I, what? <laughs> I'm just, I have to do this thing where I give you a choice. That's part of my thing now, so. It's part of the 10 step program that we made you take. Like they, they're forcing me through it. I'm working through my issues. Uh, I have a lot of yeah. abandonment stuff from when I was left at the temple. Uh-huh. Anyway, look, rough. you can join us if you want. Otherwise I'm gonna kill you right now. Well, I. I cast Witch Bolt this motherfucker. <laughs> You know, this is your this is your last spell slot of the day. All yeah, right? I'm gonna waste this guy and then make best friends with that dragon. I'm gonna roll, take that dragon home. Roll uh, nine plus my spell attack, which is like fourteen. Does that hit? Yeah, the, uh, you don't have to roll to hit. It's a oh, witch right. bolt. Oh right, um, sick. How do you not know this? All <laughs> oh, right, then I do. Uh, oh, I do. <laughs> then I do twelve damage to Davin Tyrrell. Okay. Um, Oh, wait, no, sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, actually, no, I think, no, sorry, you do need to roll a hit, but you're 19 will do it. Yeah. Because, uh, again, he's armed uh, 15. 1d12. Uh, Can I, uh, where's the d12? Is that a d12? All right, I roll and do one damage. Yes! Um, uh, by now, the words, the words, none of you are spellcasters, and yet the words of the witch belt, bolt spell is now sadly known to you. Um, as Hing creates the familiar sigils in the air, you all spec stand back in horror um, as the smoke begins to pour and indeed even your dismay and trepidation makes Daventyrl step back for a second, but then basically nothing happens. Yeah, the one time that someone deserves to be killed. Damn it. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, righto. I wish I hadn't wasted my sarcastic clamp earlier. <laughs> Kithisi. Uh, I will... I presume I don't have any of my gear? No, you don't. Okay, I'm gonna run... Oh, but don't forget, all of Bobby's gear is on the ground. Ah, oh, fuck it. I'm gonna... There's no time for that. I'm gonna run forward yelling, Power Butt. <laughs> uh, I will cast... Power Butt! Uh, wrathful Smite. Yes. On myself, and then uh, punch Davin. Great, alright. With um, my Power Butt. Roll to attack. 20! Okay, well, all right, then um, add roll two, twice as many dice as you do and add whatever you add. You've got, uh, the, you've got the spell in front of you. Yeah, so the, the what is that, what is it, Ruffle Smite, so that adds another D6 psychic damage to my 
unarmed attack, so that's 2d6. Mm -hmm. Your unarmed attack is d4, so 2d4. Uh, eight total. Eight? All right. Um, a lot of ones. That's a lot of ones. However, um, he has taken a werewolf and an arrow and a disappointingly lackluster... All right. <laughs> <laughs> and that is enough to... So you... Um, you power butt him yeah. into the floor. Nice. Um, and with the rage that is justified of somebody that has been held in a warehouse for a week, you... A week? Well, oh. I don't know. It's been a while since we saw you last. <laughs> anyway, you turn his face into paste. But before you do that, his dying breath, he turns to the dragon and says, finish them. And then turns to you guys and goes, fuck you. <laughs> As he says that, the... Dragon's collar pulses twice and it rears in pain and then with its eyes it zeroes in for it is now the dragon's turn on you, Friezo. Damn it. Um, and with a flame attack, it exhales fire in a 60-foot cone. So do you, can I make you, Bobby and, and Filge and indeed Seamus all make a DC 21 dexterity saving throw? Oh, no, no sorry. Um, it's, it's, um, it's underground and it doesn't have good air at the moment. So bring that down to DC 14. Uh, oh, 18. 19, I nailed it. Getting out of the way. You get Do out I of the way? Insane? Yep. No. Uh, I got 15. You Okay, 15 will... Did I say... You said 14. You said 14. You're fine, you're fine, you're fine. Seamus? 10. <gasps> okay, Seamus. Um, <laughs> Wait, did I... I gave you that potion, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, 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 I all did. Right. Yeah. Um, Seamus, you take... Uh, but with a burst of brim fire, you take 12 hit points of fire damage, which I think is going to knock you out. I'm down to four. <laughs> All right. A crispy four. A crispy <laughs> four. And uh, is, your, is your hat still intact? <laughs> the hat I is unfortunately so. bears the brunt of the flame <laughs> and burns to a crisp. Oh. R.I.P. hat. In some ways, Filch giving you that hat saved your life. <gasps> Bobby, welcome. <laughs> Bobby, it's your turn. Oh, yeah, sorry. Filch? Oh, God, Filch. No, I, no, Filch is meant to. You missed two goes. I'm sorry, Filch. Uh, the first go, you were just admiring the dragon work, uh, but it is now your oh. go. Well, I've had a lot of time to think. <laughs> um, and so I've, I have noticed that some of Kithisi's blood is on the ground. Yes, that is correct. So I'm going to, like, scoop it up and take it to the altar. I think maybe, maybe Filge missing a go might have been a good thing for you guys. <laughs> All right, you take some of the uh, blood, and before anyone can say so, you scoop it on the altar. It is now begins moving down through the channels from the altar, pour, dripping inexorably towards the first rank of about 60 glitter men. Fuck. And <laughs> <laughs> it is now your go, Bobby. So, wait, who controls those glitter men? Oh, wow. Not you! We, we discussed this! Oh, what? <laughs> we they're controlled Bobby, by the... Bobby, it's your they're go. They're controlled by the chaotic god Nehru, whatever the... Oh. I thought that was my nickname! <laughs> nah, whatever. What's done is done. On you go. Um, <laughs> uh, I make a dash towards the dragon and try to clamber up to the, um, the saddle and uh, to wear... Okay, the you're, you're, you're so excellent. Um, DC, because it's down on the ground and because it's busy burning Seamus, um, we'll say DC uh, 15, so for you, 11. Yeah, 16. 16. Okay, you jump up onto its um, neck and you grab with both hands the collar. What do you want to do while you've got the hands on it? Well, uh, can I... Well, I actually was aiming to go where the saddle was, where the controller was. Yep, you've succeeded, so wherever yeah. you want to go. So I'm going to try and drive it by, like, pushing gonna, the levers and I don't stuff. know if you're as good a dragon driver as Seamus Noggin, but okay. <laughs> What's gonna, your animal handling skill? It's, um... I don't have any, but I... But he is an animal. But I am an animal. Uh, yeah, so wisdom? Wisdom, okay, Zero. great. Uh, yeah. Dragons are very smart, so this is... Uh, you need a... Uh, what's your wisdom? Zero. All right, you need a 20. Half a 20! <laughs> <laughs> All right. you're, you're up in the saddle, straddling the dragon, and um, you're up there for now, but you aren't able to control the dragon. Frieza, you'll go. I uh, take the collar off Filge. Oh. Can I have the collar? All right. And I put, it, I put, I attach it to what my uh, an arrow, and I fire that collar. How do you attach the collar to an arrow? The same way we did it with the silver horns. Oh, we did. Sticky arrows with the blue tack on them. 
all right. Do I have enough strength to throw this to Bobby then? Um, yeah, you, you, you know, let you me can, do yeah, it. Yeah, you can throw it to Bobby. Absolutely, but it's a strength. It's a um, no. It's not that heavy. It's dexterity. Yep. All right. Cool. Cool. I, I, what's my DC? What's the objective after? Uh, you just want to be uh, thirteen. I got uh, four, I got seventeen. All right. Great. So yep. he throws the collar to you, and with one claw, you're able to grab it. Um, and this brings us to Seamus. Um. Can I go to the bathroom? Robot? You should have gone before we left. <laughs> Where you want to go? Um, can I like try and push over the first robot, so or the glittering man, so it like like a domino kind of. Make a strength uh, check. <laughs> DC fifteen. No. Seamus goes up and seems the halfling pushes very heavily. Leans on a robot. Yeah, and leans on a robot. <laughs> And takes five. Um, excellent. All right, cool. Um, Kithisi? Uh, seeing that my blood is being used for the ritual and, and knowing that it will bring the end of, of, of civilization in this area, I have no choice uh, but to break the laws. And so um, I decide to abandon uh, my, my paladinliness. Are you going to try and make your alignment shift to chaotic yep. before the, dra- the blood hits the... That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, okay, so no, sorry, sorry, sorry. I just want to say, um, okay, a paladin breaking their vows is a big thing, but you, um, around in Dungeons and Dragons, for anyone that doesn't know it, is six seconds. So you have to tell us in six seconds how you can put your, turn your back on your faith. I do a shit on Davin's corpse. Excuse <laughs> 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 me. I, sh- I shit on a corpse. I shit on a human's dead body. I go to a dead body of a, of a human being that had a soul and interests and a job and a family, and I defecate on it. I do a shit on a dead body. Well, kid, well, kid, this is. And you've been holding it in for like a week. I've been here for a week. Yeah, we know you had that one in the chamber. <laughs> as as Kithisi soils herself. Um, imperceptibly, you can see that a golden shine on the blood that was flowing through the rake seems to disappear and it becomes more mundane and, dare one say, fetid. And the blood trickles down and hits gl- uh, 60 glitter men, as I said, who hum, choke, and collapse into armor because this ritual has been ruined. But at it's what- been soiled. <laughs> at what cost? Filch, quickly. I'm like, what's that smell? Um, Oh, well, we've got to deal with this dragon, don't we? Maybe you should throw up the one with animal handling skills up to the saddle here. Throw the hobbit. The dying thing. (laughs) She's got got some points. All right, okay, I do. Um, I, I wrap her up in the hat. The hat's gone. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I've got a bed Make sheet. a strength check. Me? Yeah, if, if yep. you're throwing her. All right, I got uh, 19. You know how to do this. All right, Seamus, yeah. you better I, make... I'm going to wrap her up in my bed roll for, like, protection. That's pretty. Maybe you know how to do this. Make a roll. So you've got to now make a dexterity roll. And I throw her up oh, to the dragon. Right, uh, yeah, 21. 21. All right. You um, land up and you're sitting right behind Bobby on the dragon's saddle. And Bobby... Oh, no, the dragon is next. It's... Um, rears and bucks and fails to dislodge either of you um, and it makes a bite with its multi-attack at Frizo and that's a four. Frizo, what's your armor class? Uh, it is 14. Alright, you're fine as well. And Woo. Bobby, it's your go. I crawl down the neck of the dragon and start biting its face. <laughs> you want to make a were-dragon? What are you doing? <laughs> you are going that's to make a were-dragon. Do, <laughs> uh, Until right. such time that you can control this dragon, I'm going to try and slow it down as much as possible. Okay, quickly, make an attack roll. You can make two attack rolls, claw and bite. 13 plus, uh, was it plus strength? Uh, uh, three, plus three. Okay, so that's 16 and a 16. 16 and a 16. All right, um, cool, they both hit, so. Uh, let's say the eyes specifically. <laughs> that would have been different. You'd have to have rolled differently. Um, I'll, no. I'll just roll those for you if you're okay with that. And you do 12 hit points of damage and possibly turn the dragon into a werewolf. <laughs> Um, Wait, dragon. <laughs> let's see what happens. All right, next up is Frieza. Um, all right. I take off from my robe of many items, because I think I'm out of weapons and stuff. I throw a patch that has a boat on it, 
at the dragon. I throw, I throw a boat at the dragon, I think. I don't know how this works, but last time I tried to, tried to throw a snake no, no, that, at some... That patch, that patch is a boat. Oh, last time I tried to throw a snake at someone, you're like, no, it's a rope. But this is a boat? Yeah, okay, go ahead. Attack roll. All right. Uh, 16. All right, 16. Roll these. I do uh, six plus two. I do eight boat damage. <laughs> is that damage to the boat? Yeah. Um, all right, you, you throw a boat at the dragon, um, which probably confuses you, Seamus, more than anyone else. Uh, because you didn't know he was wearing that. Wait, a boat just appears? <laughs> <laughs> and Seamus, it's your go. Uh, I'm gonna jump ship. Literally, no. I advise you to try and control the dragon with your animal skills. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I, am I near the, the You're collar? right near the collar, yes. Okay, can I, are there buttons? There's a latch there... on the collar that you kind of... Oh, so, okay, it's bad. All right, I undo the latch. Uh, okay, this is a dexterity check. You're up on it. You're small, so um, DC 15, so 11 for you. With yep. All right. You grab, uh, you grab a hold of the collar and you twist your hand into it and you pull as hard as you can. Make a strength check. You just have to beat 10. Actually, no, forget that. Make a strength... <laughs> sports, 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 sports. All right, you got to roll. Um, what's your strength? 15. 15, oh, okay. Um, then you've just got to beat eight. So roll that. <laughs> that's, that's a 20! Natural 20! <laughs> you, grab, you, you grab the collar and you twist and with a strength that nobody suspected this tiny halfling had, you pull the collar loose. It falls to the ground and as it does, the red light piercing from the dragon's eyes seems to fade. It snarls at you, and both of you feel this is a good time to dismount. Do you do this? Aye. All right. <laughs> and uh, it shakes itself and finds its voice. <laughs> <laughs> this is the voice you haven't had a chance to do this whole time. Oh, I hope it's voiced by Eddie Murphy, like in Mulan. No, it's I actually completely forgot this thing had a voice. Oh, yeah. The, the, tank, Strath. the tank is dry and it goes, oh, Hello. <laughs> it goes, Oh, excuse me. Thank you very much. For it's challenge rating 29, man. <laughs> for getting that collar off my neck. Is this a very fat dragon? <laughs> It's feeling increasingly so. <laughs> oh! <laughs> now, typically... <laughs> uh, is this not what you... No, keep going. <laughs> you, you're nailing it. Typically, I would, of course, lay waste to all of you. But given that you got the collar off and killed the nasty man... <laughs> <laughs> And I'm inclined to let you it's, live. It wasn't a southern gentleman when it started talking. <laughs> I can tell <turn> multitudes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what that's what that is. That's what that sound is. <laughs> Eat <laughs> shit, Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> uh. The dragon begins systematically laying waste to the room. You can you take this opportunity to take stock and I assume leave while the going is good. I wipe first. <laughs> An hour later finds you at the court of the Beggar King where Janice Mir has been waiting for you uh, with bated breath. You arrive and throw at his feet the ruined collar of the dragon and show and him. I give him the spy pen that I have that recorded all of the things. No, you wanted. didn't turn it on. <laughs> I give him the spy fan and I say, uh, it's been playing up, but <laughs> you should uh, be able to, it'll take hours, but check it later after we've gone. <laughs> and he's like, well, you've, you've, you've done it. If, if what's on this pen is what I think it is. Yep. <laughs> yep, now it's rude to obviously check it while we're here. <laughs> 
Um, but you trust me, right, Janos? Janos <laughs> uh, does, and he uh, pays you a small pouch full of precious gemstones um, worth probably about 1,200 gold pieces for your trouble. And um, Kithis, he's going to buy like a really cool leather jacket. Kithis <laughs> is getting fuck all these 1,200. These are mine. <laughs> Freeze those gold pieces. And I'm uh, starting up a bakery. Sorry. <laughs> and Janos. Janos tells you that this is troubling news indeed, that, it, that a cult of Nero would be um, active in the city of Waterdeep itself with um, as much power as this one had is one thing, to understand that it would be able to create an army of the size of which you've seen, presuming that he believes you, is because there's no... Inexplicably, e- I do. <laughs> because there is no evidence to the contrary or affirmative uh, means that he has much to do. For now, you have, however, managed to live up to your end of the bargain, and Bobby, you are contractually no longer obliged to the Beggar King. Oh! <laughs> A week later sees you back in the town of Daggerford with your good friend Grim Saltback uh, with many an adventure story to tell and a small pouch full of gemstones that presumably you're going to argue over who gets. No, I've got them. What, are you, what argument is there? I gave him the spy pen, I got the gems. And, and for now, the Sword Coast is safe. But for how long, with heroes such as these, what can any man, good or otherwise, do to be in control of his own destiny? Who knows, who can say, but to find out, tune in next year at the next adventure of The Dragon Friends. Thank you. Thank you all so much. The Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Simon Greiner, and Michael Hing. The show is DM'd by David Harmon and edited by me, Ben Jenkins. Our special guests this episode were Bish Marzuk and Jordan Raskopoulos, and our bard, as always, was Benny Davis. You can find old episodes, character sheets, and a bunch of other stuff at thedragonfriends.com. Thanks for listening. Our just beginning, our adventure never ends. The saga of the heroes that they call the Dragon Friends. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.